Good morning, James Chapman. Good morning, Addison. Welcome back to the Grinder, folks. We are in the hizzy for shizzy, and we are about to bring the bomb to the dizzy. Nice. A little free flow this morning, huh? Yeah. Did that come out pretty clean? Yeah, it was great. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. So I actually have a couple of stuff that I want to go over this week. Hit me with it. Let's go. So um, we made the switch to the new brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some things that we had worked out where I would come in and do, um, a few different things. Um, and so the first request to come up and talk about, um, like lead flow, explaining a few things as far as like just processing of, of leads was basically what it was. And there's some people that had some issues with some numbers that they got paid out and all that kind of stuff. So, um, on different lead sources. Okay. Um, and so Shannon reached out to me and was like, Hey, I would love it if you could help me out with the team meeting on, um, on Tuesday and dude, it's uh, her, basically her team and the brokerage, right? So it's a good number of folks. And then my people were there. And dude, I was nervous as I'll get out. Yeah. Which, which is, is, it's, which is weird for me in the sense of like, I don't necessarily have a problem with pub public speaking, obviously. Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't have a problem talking in front of my team, coaching the team, training the team. But we go back to that imposter syndrome. Like, dude, I'm 29 years old. You know, <clears throat> a majority of these folks are, you know, older than me. Mm -hmm. And I just kept feeling like, dude, what do I have to bring to the table? Yeah. Dude. And that thought just kept like, it spun and spun and spun. Mm -hmm. And it started making me nervous. And then, yeah. so, um, I had gone over this stuff a week before because my people had the same issues that her folks were kind of having. And so I wanted to be funny. I didn't want to be, you know, it was just, it was a different flow for me because it's a new crowd. Yeah. And so when I went up there, dude, my hands were like this. You can't see it because we're on a podcast, but if you go to Spotify, you can see it. My hands were just shaking. You had the shakes. And I was like, what is happening? And then I'm going to go through this story real quick. The markers weren't working when I was on the board. So nobody could see. And everybody's like, well, we can't see that. We can't see that. And so it was like, it was like snowballing on me, dude. I'd grab another marker and it wasn't working. I grab another marker. It wasn't showing up. And I went up to probably like six markers before I actually got one that worked. And so by that time, everybody was kind of laughing and having a good time. And I was like processing my thoughts during the entire time that I'm going through this. And I feel like I'm so scattered. And one of my new guys was recording it for me. Right. Because he's, he, mm -hmm. he, we were talking about how I was going to mess up or something. And uh, so I was like, I didn't know that he was recording at the time, but afterward I found out. Um, and dude, it on the screen, like on his phone from, I guess, outside perspective, dude, it was fine. 
but yeah. my brain was just like a million miles an hour, 12,000 thoughts a second. Like mm -hmm. dude, it was up here. I was doing horrible. I was breaking down. I wasn't doing good. And then I looked from the exterior and I was like, dude, I killed it. There's yeah. a few things I could have tweaked up and done better, but overall it wasn't bad. And yeah. then, so that, that kind of just leads me into the, our conversation today or some of our conversation today, because I got two things that you may have these internal, that internal dialogue that makes you spin out, but from the exterior, you're doing a lot better than you actually think. Yeah. And yeah. So and, and, and it's once again, you know, as many times we've talked about feelings and emotions, like right. you have, your body has a reaction to it. You're playing it in your head mm -hmm. and you know, you just have to learn to spot the emotion and react to it. Now, if you haven't done that much and got up in front of somebody, it's going to be tough. Dude, I've watched cocky people, cocky people standing around and then have to like, oh, we're going to go around the room and introduce ourselves. And sometimes the most cockiest some bitch in the room is the one you can see over there that's the most nervous about just saying, hey, I'm, uh, I'm James. I'm from such and such. This is my background, right? Just it, like everybody else is. It's fascinating to watch because mm -hmm. we all struggle with it in some form or fashion. Right. And it's, I, I was processing the thoughts like afterward of like, dude, I could feel my heart beating out of my chest mm -hmm. and I'm like, why am I so nervous? And then, uh, yesterday I'm still reading that book, uh, stoic, um, it's like a year long stoic thing, right? Uh, you read a stoic um, statement from whatever stoicism may be, mm -hmm. and then it breaks it down to whatever. And then yesterday or last night, I read the quote and I read the dialogue underneath. And it was basically about looking at life as if you're training with a training partner, right? There's things that you learn taking basically everything in life is as this is a training session. Mm -hmm. So it takes out the, uh, the pressure of having to be perfect on this round. And I've never correlated the two things of like jujitsu and like training and life and training. Mm -hmm. And it just allowed me to see, like, I was so, I guess, involved with this whole thought process of like, I've got to be perfect. I've got to nail this. If I don't yeah. nail this, you know, people are going to be like, they're going to doubt me even more or whatever it might be. And, or I'm just going to give them the exact thing that they're looking for. Like this kid's young. Da, 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 mm -hmm. And then I'm, I, I was able to take a step back and just kind of refocus on it last night and just understand that all of that shit was just on me. Yeah. It was, it was all on me. It was all up here. It was all, I was working myself up for no reason. Yeah. And it goes back to very similar to what we talked about. You know, feelings are not facts. The fact of the matter was, I do have a lot of knowledge in the field that I am. I'm good at what I do. I just need to, I needed to express that and I didn't know how to express that as like training more people than I've done prior to. Yeah. I mean, it's just like this podcast, you know, I mean, 
hey, do do we have everything solved? No, but I mean, we may bring a perspective through this. We may bring out this nugget that not only helps each other, but helps somebody who's listening to this. And there's no doubt we have experiences that we can share. Right. Is there people out there more experienced than us or me for sure? Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe you should consume them as well, you know? But what I like the most about that, see, I like the uncomfortability. I like the things, the situation that makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't change it. I hate it in the moment, yeah. but I always appreciate the fact when I go, yeah, but I did it anyways. Mm -hmm. I stuck through it. I played, I played my poker face through it or whatever I needed to do. Right. And, I, and I got through it. And now I'm more resilient because of it. I, I like that. Danny and I were talking about something. She's like, well, I'm not built that way. I said, the thing is, you don't realize it makes me nervous too. Mm -hmm. But that makes me want to do it even more. Right. And there's something to that because that's the exact reason why I agreed to do it. Because the moment that she asked me and it, like, I felt the heat. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, it, it was a quick assessment. It was like, I can say no, I can say yes. I can say no and everything's fine. And I would just go to the meeting or I say yes. And I put myself in the pressure cooker. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I, I've got to say yes. Whether, whether I bomb it or I, or, or I, you know, I nail it, I've got to do it because I'm feeling this anxiousness inside of me, right? I've yeah. got to do it. There's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was super cool. Super it, cool. You say that. So it makes me think of, so my daughter, Dylan, mm -hmm. man, she's sassy. Like she's, she's, she's got a very big personality for age. Um, and it cracks me up every time she goes to take, actually, you normally ends in an argument. Something's going on. We don't give her much medicine, but every once in a while, you know, she, she gets like really sick. We're going to give her some medicine. Mm -hmm. We'll take that stupid little cup. We'll put some liquid in it. Right. And it's like one tablespoon in that thing, like yeah. one, or maybe it's like a teaspoon. I mean, it's tiny, a little mm -hmm. sip. It may take 20 minutes to get it done, sit it down. And it just starts going through her head oh, it's going to taste horrible. Oh, it's going to be so bad. And before it's even like, if she would have just pick it up and just pop it back, it'd be done. Yep. She will torture herself through it. And by the end of it, usually it's like a screaming match because I'm trying not to go over there and choke her out because I'm just like, take the damn medicine. Yep. And I'm like, you're working yourself up for nothing. She'll just work up, work up, work up. And you can just watch it literally build in her. And by the time it comes down to it, she's like in a panic mode. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, it's just a little thing of medicine. But if you if you really look at that, you look me telling that story, people probably got a ton of a ton of people listen to this, got kids, probably experienced the same thing, right? Like you think how trivial and ridiculous that is. You go, that's a kid, right? The truth is, though, there's stuff like that in all our lives. It's just something different. You know, on my side, what I normally will see will be called reluctancy, especially if they have to give bad news. Yep. You're reluctant. No, man, you're here to advise. You advise in good and bad. You give people the facts. You got to pick up the phone. You got to let them know, right? Like, you know, I've seen people in the past and they'd be like, well, this person's stuff canceled. I'm trying to figure out what to do. Does the client know this? Not yet. I'm trying to solve it. No, you pick up the phone and you let them know what's going on and you tell them you're going to solve it. You didn't cause the issue, but don't make it worse by not advising yet because you're trying to figure a solution. 
get on the damn phone and let them know. Yeah. They need to be aware, you know? Yeah. So the, and the reluctancy in that. So it, it is fascinating how we will build stuff up and I'm right there with you, man. I started doing that with the chamber. I got on the small business council years ago and they gave me the opportunity to be the chair of the small business council. I had to do all the uh, luncheons, the lunch and learns. So I'd have to host those and I have to get up. Man, I was freaking horrible at it. I mean, I was in a meeting with some of the biggest movers and shakers in the county. And I remember I had to do one. My boss was sitting there, Eddie. And then I went to introduce um, the chamber president. The chamber president was right there. And I had to call him up to talk about something. And I switched their names out. That's how nervous I was. Yeah. So I called him by his first name and my boss's last name. You know, and everybody just looked at me like a freaking idiot. And I just remember going, God, I'm so stupid. You could read it on my face. I was horrible at it, you know? So like, but that's how you get better, you know? And that's, that's, that's the whole part of it, right? Doing the things that you, that you know, you should move towards when you're feeling uncomfortable, because that entire piece will allow you to grow from what you were before and what you're looking to become right? Moving towards yeah. the uncomfortableness when it comes to business, your personal life, everything that you don't want to do, but you know you need to do. Those are the times where life is giving you your, your golden ticket and saying, hey, you need to go ahead and move closer to this. Right? Yeah. As difficult, as hard as it may be, as hard as it is to have the conversation, as, it is, as hard as it is to you know, stand in front of a group of people, whatever yeah. it is, it's you've got to move closer to that because if not, you will stay in your cozy little blanket and be safe and not produce anything. Yeah. I mean, you know, they say that, I mean, one of the, like the biggest fear of like, if you ask a hundred people, the big, like the biggest fear would be public speaking. Which is weird to me. It is weird. Cause I mean, it, like I said, if you asked me to, if they said, Hey, a hundred people are going to gather up outside the office and you need to say something. I, I would get a little nervous. There's no doubt. Yeah. Hopefully you wouldn't notice it in me, but you probably would, especially if you know me, right? But that's that's like kind of wild, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest fear. Like most people would try to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. It goes to show you how much we, as, as social creatures we are, how much we depend and thrive on what others think of us. 100%. I mean, one of the biggest things about mental health in general, is being able to be a social person, right? Yeah. To be able to be around people is huge for how you view life. Like it, it's it's a big piece. And so my whole my whole process on that, like as a kid, dude, I would do plays. I would be like pick three and I would do my part and I wouldn't feel anything about it. And we're talking mm. probably 10 times the amount of people that were there last night or Tuesday night, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and as a kid, I was like, I know my line. I, I know my line and I know how I need to make, make this happen. And I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed in being in front of people as a child, like as a kid. And then mm. now it's like, it's been so long since I've been in front of people that dude, it was it just, it punched me in the face. And again, going back to it, like I was just beating myself up. Yeah. So it was, it was super interesting to see at the end of it. And then 
being like, man, I wish somebody would have recorded that. And it's like, Scott was like, dude, I got all of it. All mm. of it. He yeah. said, also, your, your drawing looked like a penis, just so you know. And I was like, it's like awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, um, you, you know, so like when I did my last meeting, I had to go here recently. I went over the chamber and they asked me to speak. And I was just kind of talking about like perseverance, basically pushing through those kind of things, stepping up your skills, how anybody can win kind of thing if you have the right mindset. And I took Holly from my office with me and I said, you're, you're she's like, why do you want me to go? I was like, I want you to sit there and I want you to like, I need feedback when this is over. I need to know where I can be sharper at. Like if I'm about to go do this, especially if I'm a little nervous and I got to prep for it and I got to spend time and all that, like I need feedback how I can be sharper. Yep. You know, it's good. 100%. Good. Which leads me to another piece. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that being said, so this same type of concept, knowing something that you need to do, don't want to do, but know that you should do. This past week, I've had a member of my team very consistently be the person on the team that is um, purposely missing things, right? Okay. Um, and so I've noticed it over the past year but I'm like, ah, oh, man, you know, this person has a lot going on being sympathetic, empathetic, and too understanding of this person's situation because I've built a relationship with this person. Um, and I care about all of my people on a personal level. And that sometimes clouds my judgment on the business level. Yeah. Um, because you want them to succeed and you know that they can, but you're, I like to be in this place of seeing who people can become versus who they are. And that can sometimes blur the vision of where they actually are and who they, who they, who they are at this current moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of my, one of my folks, um, recently, we had a team past client event. You know, you're supposed to invite everybody that you know, come to the event, da, 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 da. Um, did not invite anybody from her sphere, right? Then RSVP'd for the event. Saturday comes, chooses not to show up to the event. Text her, hey, where are you at? Oh, I completely forgot that was today. We had talked about it for a month. There had been a month of planning. And then the week coming up to the event, hey, everybody, you know, the event's on Saturday, get your RSVPs in, da da da. And then RSVP the day before that she would be there. I forgot it was today. So I was a little pissed, right? But yeah. understanding, like, hey, this person has a lot going on in their life. And I, I was a little pissed. So I was like, hey, everybody needs to jump on team meeting today or um, we need to meet, meet together on Monday, right? Today, uh, that day, she was the only person that couldn't be on the call because I'm pretty sure she knew what was, what was going on. So I said, hey, mandatory meeting on Monday, 9.30. Everybody needs to be in the office, period. Everybody agrees. 
Monday comes, who is the only person that's not there? Yeah. And at that point, I was not going to, I was going to have a talk and we were going to have a conversation not to let shit happen again, mm -hmm. which we have had this talk multiple times prior to. Mm -hmm. And then not following up, not showing up on Monday, not giving an not not giving any notice, like hey, I can't be there, dude. That day, I said, hey, write her termination of her contract, and that had been something that I've been wanting to do, but could not do for whatever reason up to that point. And I yeah. was like, dude, I I gave you so many chances, and then. Yeah reached out to this person, had the conversation and wouldn't call me back, texted me. And I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Like we're, we're really going to do this over a text message. And then yeah. it was excuse, excuse, excuse. I can't believe this is happening. Da, 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 da. I was like, and then started blaming things on other people on the team. And I was like, like it, it was one of those things that, taking back from what I just said, like building things up and then not wanting to do things that you know you should, it comes into business so deeply because you can either be focused on results or you can be focused on making people happy. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, it's a good dichotomy between the yeah. two. However, if you notice that this one situation is affecting everybody else on this other side mm -hmm. and people's people's other results are going down negatively because they don't feel like they have to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Dude. It's so hard to see sometimes. So hard to see. You know, it's, it's weird. Like we wouldn't ever, like if you were watching TV tonight and they said, okay, uh, spring training for the Braves and, oh, you know what? Such, such just didn't show up and they're just giving them a pass. No big deal. Don't worry about it. Like that would never work that way. You know no. what I'm saying? And you're talking about some of the best performers in the world. So to that also, like somebody who, who like when you were first getting in and it was natural for you to be very scattered, right? Mm -hmm. To miss appointments, to be all over the place. And you knew really quick, if you were going to be successful, you had to fix that, didn't you? Yeah. 100%. So like, I can see where you had zero sympathy for that because you were the person that had to dial that in and get that stepped up. And, and you were like a, a perfect example of someone who didn't have that piece together. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, but I'm with you, man. I, I I'm all about big boy rules. If I ask you, Hey, are you good? And you say you're good and you got it. I'm walking away. Yeah. I expect you to have it, but I'm also real enough that like, if you don't have it, don't tell me you got it. Yeah, because yeah. then we're going to be even further behind, and my expectation will be off, and that's when I lose my cool. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. I'm I'm totally with you. Last thing I will say, especially for everybody out here, listening, I've had people go through all kinds of situations that work for me. You know, from divorces to deaths to all kinds of things in between. People have lives outside of your company. Okay, bad things are going to happen. You need to be empathetic. You need to be loving and caring and provide some grace, but you can also be while the storm is literally raging around them, you can be the safe haven. And the safe haven in that sense is, hey, I still have expectations of you. You still have accountability here. You may be the only discipline piece in their life. Do not forget that. doesn't mean you're a hard ass. It just means you still let them know 
I'm depending on you and I have expectations of you because of who you are. And I expect you to deliver on those, you know, like you can still do that. And you may be the thing that keeps them sane during the craziest part of their life. I 100% believe in that. 100, 100%, 100%. My thing with that is I felt like that's, that's what I like. I felt like that's what the team was. Like the the one piece of consistent discipline piece, but then everything starts bleeding over and you're not doing and you're not producing and you're not giving the results that you should. Mm -hmm. And that starts to, to tumble. So like, again, like there's got to be, there's got to be that back and forth of like, Hey, I know this is happening. I'm here to help you learn how to fish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It sounds like you made the decision you need to make once the time was right, you know, but um, I, I completely hear you there, man. I mean, you got to have some discipline. You got to have some love. You got to give some grace. And if once you've given your grace and it's not respected or reciprocated, then you got to move the hell on. Yeah. If somebody wants to be a jack leg, then go work for a jack leg. Yeah. Then maybe get you your paycheck on time. Then maybe keeps things organized. And maybe is is building a place for your future and theirs. You know, you go. You can't have both. You can't be a you know slack and then expect to work for somebody or with someone because if you're the right company, you're working with them, right? Right. And and them trying to climb to the top, and you can just you know take it, put it in cruise control. Ain't the way shit works. You have to go work for the person who doesn't give a damn about that. They also don't give a damn if you get paid on time or if you have issues or things don't work right because they're just like you. Yeah. You yeah. know, so choose which place you want to be at. Yeah. And and that was part of the conversation on Monday was none of you guys have to be on this team. Let's make that point blank clear. None of you have to be here. You have mm-hmm. made a choice to be on this team. And so to choose to be on a team, you did not choose to be on this team because you wanted to stay where you were when you joined. You joined because you wanted to be further along than you were. You agreed to be a part of a team which everybody else counts on, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody has accountability. Everybody has everything that they need to help each other, but also grow as a human being. And if you choose to not be in that realm, I do not have a place for you on this team. It just is what it is. We are a group of individuals trying to get to where we're trying to go and we're trying to do it together. And if you are going to be a cog in that machine, I don't have a place for you. And dude, it was, it was probably one of the harder things that, that I've had to do is just leadership because yeah, I fired people in the past, but there was, it was like, you lied on an application. You, you can't do the job. You stole from me, whatever. Like it was cut and dry. This one's just a, this is like a moral dilemma kind of. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And like all the, all the second guesses behind it. And like, you're giving me excuses and I'm like, Oh man, you're right. Like you do have a hard situation. Like da, 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 da. But there are so many other people that are, have your exact situation or similar to that blow people out of the water. Yeah. 
and I want those folks. I don't want you anymore. Yeah. And if you can get your shit squared away, I always have a place for you. Yeah. But not until that stuff's done. Yeah. So, dude, it's it's wild. It's being the whole leadership aspect of things sometimes is just, it really is very detailed. Yeah. And there's small details in between the details that you're like, you've got to learn how to measure things out. Yeah. You know what the hardest part of being a leader is? Say leading <laughs> you know what i mean like you're gonna doubt yourself you're gonna doubt your decisions and sometimes you're gonna make shitty ones and you gotta own them but like there's not a roadmap it, yeah. at the end of the day you chose for that position and you gotta make decisions you think are right yeah and sometimes you're gonna nail them and sometimes it's gonna i mean bulletproof your confidence in it right yeah sometimes you're gonna swing and miss really hard and end up on your ass but that's the um that's the only way it's gonna work. Like that's the only way you can grow in. Yeah. 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 It's it's interesting. It's definitely yeah. interesting. Guys, um, thank you so much for joining us today, being on this bad boy and listening to all the stuff that that may or may not resonate with you, but we are more than happy to continue to bring this to the table. Um, thank you so much. With all that being said. Don't forget to check out the Jocko Fuel and Origin USA. Uh, and then when you get to the checkout button, put in the code GRIND10. Save yourself 10% off. Guys, thank you so much. James? Grind route.